On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're previewing tomorrow night's game against the Washington Capitals. We talk about predictions, line combos. We break it all down. All that more, but first. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Just want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. And if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you for making us your first watch of the day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and drop a comment below. Let us know what your predictions are for this upcoming game Friday night against the Washington Capitals. Now, let's break it all down real quick. Uh, Lightning, starting off, you know, have a very... Very, very good opportunity to bounce back. Uh, we spoke about it going into the Edmonton game, the previous game in which the Lightning did lose that game. And everything I told them, told all of you uh, what the Lightning should avoid, they did. And we all know how that ended. But in this game, the Lightning have the upper hand once again. Um, they are going into this game a little bit more rested than... Then Washington is. Washington played Wednesday night, losing to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Lightning are coming off two days rest. So, I I mean, I don't know how much difference at this point in the season two days off will, will mean to the overall outcome. But nonetheless, it's an advantage that the Lightning will have. Uh, they've, they've had a couple of days to, 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 to kind of figure out what they need to do. Washington, on the other hand, is coming off a loss against Pittsburgh and, and mind you, Pittsburgh is starting to really fall, uh, in the standings now. So lightning losing against a team that is, I believe they're fourth in the division in the Pacific division as opposed to um, Washington losing to a team that is seventh in their respected division. So, you know, a little bit of a, I, I guess, a, a drop-off in weight class, I guess, for the Lightning, where Washington is going up a, going up against a statistically better team. So looking at, the stats right away, just just these teams. Well, the stats overall. So Kucherov comes to this game as the points leader for the for for the Lightning. No surprise there. And then you got Ovechkin on the other side of that. No surprise there, uh, with five points, which is. And this is the last five games we're, we're going off. So, uh, Kuch, four games, uh, four goals in the last five. Ovechkin. Just equally as hot, three goals in his last five. Uh, and then, you know, Braden points, seven assists, uh, an assist machine out there over his last five games. So, and, and I spoke about it in the last episode, in the episode prior, that Tampa, even though they lost that game against Edmonton, there was some positives that you could have t- taken home from there. Obviously, the big glaring elephant in the room issue 
for Tampa is their special teams now. Um, they are 16th in the league. That's 22% on the power play, whereas uh, Washington is top 10, 25 uh, on the penalty kill. Tampa is 15th in the league, 78. Round that up, I guess, to 79 if, you, if you'd if you like. Um, and on the other side, Washington, uh, 82%, top 10. So uh, Tampa struggling on special teams, 0 for 5 the other night. Uh, going into, well, not 0 for 5 the other night, but, um, you know, have had their 0 for 5 nights and uh, their nights where they just haven't been able to show up. But the thing is, is that Tampa, a team that is struggling now, mid-15, uh, top 15 is, or, you know, the 15 mark on the list is not something to gloat about out of 32 teams by any stretch of the imagination. Um Going up against a team who is statistically good on special teams. Tampa, like I said, and I always stress when we talk about recaps or or, or previews the games, especially previews, is that really what their Achilles heel is other than special teams, and I feel like these two are forever intertwined, uh, is getting off on the right foot, starting games, especially at home, taking control of those games, uh, not allowing the other team to get going. And it's just, you know, Tampa has gotten t- into this mode over the last couple of years or so where they are a reactionary hockey team. We don't really see them go out there and, and grab grab the game by the throat and allow the other team to, to feel uncomfortable. It's not only until midway or, or actually – at the end of the second period heading into the third, which we all know that Tampa going into new to into new periods at the start of new periods, they're a very slow starting team. And, and that's, what's frustrating is that we usually see them kind of get life at the end of the second period. And that's when they really kind of start to figure out the, the flow of the game. And then, you know, that's the last, what, like five, 10, 10, 10 to five minutes of the, of the second period start all over in the third, start to figure it out again, boom, and then you're rolling. And then at that point, though, it could be too late. And uh, regardless of how you feel about Washington, um, you know, what kind of team they are this year, and they are sitting at the sixth spot in the division, in the Metropolitan Division, which is a very, very competitive division. Uh, they have 14 points on the year, where Tampa is has 15 so these two teams really, you know, as as much as I want to say Tampa Bay on paper has a good team, Washington is one of those teams, and, and I spoke about it previously, I think on the actual last episode, that it doesn't take much for them to get going. I mean, they have a very simple game plan, and that is give the puck to Alexander Ovechkin. And it, it's pretty much the same game plan that Tampa rolls out there with Stamkos, which is fine, uh, except Steven Stamkos isn't Alexander Ovechkin or hasn't had the career Alexander Ovechkin has had. And uh, so Tampa needs to go out there, not allow Washington to, to really execute their game plan. They need to go out there and really, especially at home, um, take advantage of, of Washington sort of being somewhat 
a little bit sluggish as opposed to Tampa being a little bit more rested. Um, you know, you got to catch them quick. You got to go out there and hit them in the jaw real quick. And, and hopefully the lightning could do that and, um, you know, start, get the first points of the game, uh, not allow any, any points early on, especially the initial points, uh, on special teams, you know, limit the power play opportunities. Uh, you know, it's nothing that we haven't said on this show before. Uh, so we'll see. We'll break down the lines as well. You know, who has the edge and then we'll finally look at the goaltenders. So, uh, we'll, we'll check that out in the second segment and as well to wrap up the show. But first, I want to talk about this episode sponsor, and that is BetOnline.net. Now, BetOnline.net is your number one source for the sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, well, you can find those at BetOnline.net as well. We're always the... They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So once again, just want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe to the pod. Give us a thumbs up. Drop a comment below. Let us know what your predictions are for this game. Uh, and if you're listening to us on an audio platform, uh, Follow, subscribe, give us a five-star review. It really helps the show down the long run. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you can follow us on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter. All of that stuff is on the ticker below. And if you're listening on an audio platform, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram, you could give me a follow on my Twitter page at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. I uh, really wish... Really hope all of you could start following the, you know, more and more spread the word about our YouTube channel. We're going to start dropping more content, uh, whether it be short videos and stuff like that. So keep an eye out for that uh, as the season progresses. So looking at these lines now, if you want to follow along, we are on daily faceoff right now uh, for Washington. Uh, if it'll let me scroll, there we go. So we got Ovechkin, Kuznetsov and Connor Sherry. Pretty solid first line, I would say equal, if not less, to what Tampa has on their first line with Hagel, Point, and Cooch. Um, pretty even keeled. I, I think you know. <clears throat> I, I I think Kuznetsov, if if he's rolling on all cylinders on any given night, he's one of the best centermen in the league. Uh, and I know that's a crazy thought, but. Um, you know, he proved it during the year they won the Stanley Cup a couple of, what was that, like four years ago. I thought he was a very talented player. And, you know, with injury, I believe, I think he's been injured a couple of times here and there. And we all know with with seeing what Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Kucherov, and numerous other players here in the Lightning, it, it, it can be frustrating and it can be detrimental to a player really trying to get things going, uh, especially in the start of the season or if they get injured and they're out for a better part of the season, it could be a detriment to the team because then I still have one of your top players still trying to figure it out. Uh, looking at that second line, Sonny Milano, Dylan Strom, and Marcus Johansson. Pretty pretty solid second line as well. I mean, you know, I look at this 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 Capitals team and I, I'm looking at the names right now. Anthony Manta, Lars Eller, Nicholas uh, Abe Kubel. You know, their first three lines are pretty solid. I mean... I wouldn't have 
pegged them to be this low in the division now, which makes me think now I'm not even looking at their, I'm going to go to their, their standings right now, but you know, that, that, that tells me that their goal differential must be terrible. And yep. Uh, what do you know? Cause those names, you have the scoring there, you know, they've scored 41 goals this year, but their goal differential which leads me to believe if they're at that, if they're in the fourth, they're in the sixth and in the Metropolitan Division, that leads me to believe, uh, even with those names on paper, that the goaltending hasn't really been as solid as it should be. And if we're looking at the game recap, uh, so they got Darcy Kemper and Lindgren. uh, And really, you know, Darcy Kemper, we all know him from last year. So it's Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. we know Darcy Kemper, of course, from the Stanley Cup final. Uh, Darcy Kemper is 4-6-1 with a 2.47 goals against average, with a 9-1-6 save percentage and one shutout. And then you got Charlie Lindgren with a 2-1-1 record, 2-1-1 record, uh, with a 3.28 goals against average and a 9-0-7 save percentage. So, not, I mean, the numbers really don't speak don't translate into bad goaltending, which is surprising. I mean, you look at this team. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to what the issue is here with, with, with Washington. I mean, we can't just sit back when, when we're trying to figure out what can this team, what can Tampa exploit? You know, I'm not looking at the team stats at all uh, right now, but just looking at their roster and then you look at what, their goals forced uh, versus their goals against. And then, you know, their, their last 10, they're four, four and two. And if you go to the schedule, okay. So they've played, they've played Pittsburgh. They played Edmonton, Arizona, Detroit, and Vegas. So, I mean, we've spoken on this show that yes, Detroit is a very good team this year. There's no doubt about that. They were going to be a very good team. This was going to be, the year where you were going to see guys uh, really start to take that next step for Detroit. And so, you know, no surprise there that they dropped one against Detroit. And then they also lost one to Vegas in a shootout, excuse me, in in OT, which, you know, any game with Vegas, in my opinion, could go either way. Um, And then Arizona, losing Arizona, that's a bad loss. Uh, that's that's a game where you gotta win that. I don't care uh, unless you're a bottom feeding team and you're playing Arizona. Arizona's the worst team in the league, uh, other than Vancouver, in my opinion. Um, so you know, losing to a team like that that's that's just that's brutal. That's a that's a bad loss. That's a loss that's gonna leave a uh, a bad taste in your mouth for for a couple of days. Um, so yeah, very very interesting how this team has started off. Uh, kind of just want to look back on Octo- on October because you know this this has piqued my interest because what kind of team are, are the Lightning going to be getting tomorrow night at Amelie? Because you know looking at that schedule to start November, you know other than Arizona, you could see where those games kind of got away from them, um, and they were tight games. It wasn't like they were blowouts. Uh, and then you backtrack to October. They lost on Halloween against Carolina in a shootout. Okay, Carolina's a good team. You beat Washington 
I mean, you beat Nashville, makes sense. Checks out. Washington, uh, Nashville's not exactly a good team this year. Dallas, you lo- you get blanked. Dallas is a good team. They're first in the division right now. Uh, you beat the Devils, who are one of the better, who are the second best team in the league. So we're look it, it to me, and, and they they previously beat before that that previous week they beat Vancouver and 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 Ottawa and. No, they lose to Ottawa, and then they they beat the Kings. So this seems to me as a team that's still trying to figure it out. Um, the other night, that other night against uh, Edmonton, when those two teams played, I caught a little bit of that game. My opinion with that, that was just superstar versus superstar. That wasn't really team against team. That was that kind of morphed into a game. And you know, regardless, anytime you beat Edmonton. Uh, with Connor McDavid, that's that's a good win. That's a very good win. That's a win that really could help your team going into the next game. Um, but I I would kind of just throw that one to the wayside because that's a game that kind of seemed to me that was just Ovi and McDavid just going up against each other, just saying you know anything you could do, I could do better. And so I don't really take much stock in those games because I feel like that eventually turns into somewhat of an NBA style game, somewhat of a, you know, what we see in the All Star game. Um, but yeah, the, from what I have seen from these results from these games, and it seems to me that that Washington is going to play it close. They have the goaltending; the numbers prove it. Um, and and they're gonna they're gonna rely on on Ovechkin to kind of dictate the offense uh we saw i i believe it was an edmonton game ovechkin made a great pass probably one of the 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 assist of the year uh thus far uh to kuznetsov on a goal uh between the legs behind behind him to kuznetsov for the goal so um like i said they have the team they they have the personnel they the the stats are there you know everything is pointing in the right direction for for washington but it seems to me, though, right now, that they kind of have the same issue that Tampa has, and that is just kind of carrying over good performances into the next game. And so we're going to kind of see similar, I think, similar performances. I think, though, as I always say, a majority of the time, uh, whenever Tampa plays a team that is sort of in their weight class, um, I think it's going to come down to two things. It's, it's going to come down to how Tampa could cut down on taking pow- taking bad penalties, uh, how they could execute, and those these two things go hand in hand. Uh, how these this is, so I guess this is one A and one B. Um, can they cut down on the penalties, and B, can they execute on the power play? And two, how? What are we going to see? What kind of night are we getting out of this team in front of Andre Vasilevsky? Because I think that's what really what it all boils down to. And, and sometimes, you know, I'm not going to make mis- excuses for Vazzy all the time. I think there are times where he he goes out there and he just doesn't play well. Uh, he lets up easy goals. I believe it was the Carolina game. Uh, game time, the, the goal that sent the game into over overtime. Um, he let that goal up in the last, I think it was the last 10, 15 minutes. Uh, well, I guess the third period. In the third period, uh, 
and should have saved it, let his team down in that moment. Um, but overall, Vazzy doesn't really, really, you know, do things like that. So really what it comes down to is can his team uh, hold up the fort in front of him and allow him to get into a groove and not let him get peppered with shots? Because if you look at these games, uh, some of the some of the games in, t- in which Tampa has lost or or just even played, uh, Vazzy's had to sh- face a ton of shots. Um, I believe in his previous game, if I'm not mistaken, Vasilevsky fa- uh, faced 55 shots. Uh, so, and that was, I believe, I believe that was the Buffalo game, if I'm not mistaken, where that was the case. But what I'm trying to say is that you know, as for as good as or not as good as maybe Washington is right now at this point in time. Ultimately, the result of this game will boil down to can can Tampa Bay uh, not shoot themselves in the foot and and be able to to build upon their performance early on and carry that throughout the 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 sixty minutes in this game. So wrapping things up, yeah, I'm predicting three two Lightning win. I think Ovechkin beats Vasilevsky once. Uh, I think we'll get another goal from maybe somebody somewhat unlikely from this Washington team. If I had to guess, I'll put my money on Anthony Manta. Uh, see goals from, I'm going to say Stamkos. I feel like he's due. Uh, we'll see goals. See another goal from from Cooch, and then I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick probably. I'm going to say Hedman. I'm going to say Hedman. He hasn't scored in a while. Uh, that's also wishful thinking from me. I uh, really like to continuously see this defensive core be offensive, offensively involved. I really like how uh, these guys have been playing over the over the course of the season thus far. And, you know, what the good thing is, though, is I could say, you know, as frustrating as some of the struggles has Tampa been, uh, and as much as I've, I've criticized uh, their play at times, uh, they are improving. If the Lightning could just cut down on the cross size passes, because at this point in time, especially on special teams, not fooling anybody. Um, if they could just set up, uh, allow players to create space for themselves, namely Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov, allow, allow your quarterbacks and Mikhail Sergachev and Victor Hedman go out there and, and be able to sling the puck around, really dictate things. Uh, those chances with Stamkos will be there. Those chances with Kucherov on the other side will be there. Uh, even those chances in the middle of the ice for point will be there. So it's all about being patient, uh, but yet also being aggressive when need to be, as well as on the back end of that, uh, not allowing the other team to just pepper Vazzy with shots all night and really try and obstruct the shooting lanes as well as the passing lanes. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow to discuss more about that. So once again, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, let us know what you want this team to change. What do you think how this game is going to end? Um, and once again, go ahead and follow us on all our social media pages as well. LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram, danky dank on Twitter and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Hit a, hit a thumbs up. So that'll be it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.